Hi, friends. Welcome to the Liz Teach Podcast. This is Liz, your host and your friend. I hope that today you are encouraged and edified and uh, that you'll be able to share this with someone that God puts on your heart. Well, as you saw, the title for today is Help, I Am Overwhelmed. Help, I'm Overwhelmed. And I know that more than one of you have felt that at one point or another in your life. But today, I hope that I'm reaching someone just in time to let you know that there is help. There's help. And I pray that my words will encourage you and that my story can encourage you. And hopefully that I'll get through this without sobbing for most of it. (laughs) Why do I sob? Why do I sob? Because first of all, I am so grateful that uh, God has given me this opportunity to share with you. But I'm so grateful with what he's done in my life. I'm so grateful uh, for just lessons that he has taught me during the hard times. And just because we receive a certain stature or place or amount of years following the Lord, it doesn't mean that we are exempt from feeling overwhelmed. We are not exempt from feeling just despair, I guess I can say that word, right? I can't think of a more, uh, a word more apt to describe how sometimes our heart just feels complete despair and maybe hopelessness, right? And things that are going on, things we're believing, things that are stirring on around in our minds and our hearts really just take us to such a place of despair. And I pray that today, we can find solace and just be able to breathe in God's presence. I'm going to finish this with a prayer for sure. And also, I kind of want to say a prayer that your children can listen to. Because right now, as I am helping mold my grandson together with my daughter, and just the Spirit of God leading me in that direction, I see and hear things from him, around him, and it really can cause my heart to be overwhelmed with despair of the future, of things that he's facing, things that are happening in this world, in his classroom, that I'm thinking, God, help me to teach him, to show him that He is more than a conqueror in you, that there is help, that there is joy, that there is hope. And so I have to speak to my soul and say, you know, soul, remember your Lord. When I'm feeling overwhelmed with worry for him and his future, I have to remind myself that the same God that has taken me out of so many situations is the God that I have introduced to him is a God that I speak to him on a daily basis, daily basis. And so I am constantly, y'all just have to hear me once a week. (laughs) I am constantly giving this boy life lessons and in as small as snippets as possible, uh, so that I can have his attention. And so one of the things that Uh, we deal with um, in my family and that I see him deal with is that anxiousness that feeling overwhelmed or I say drowning in a cup of water right 
But when you're going through it, it doesn't feel like a cup of water. That moment in time feels like it's impossible to get over. And my daughter and I have been trying to remember when we were younger and then when we were teenagers that what we went through did feel like the end of the world. And I remember myself, horrible to say this, but you know that I will always be transparent. I, when my daughters would come home, especially Raquel, she would come home, this is happening, that is happening. And my response, this wasn't my exact words, but this was uh, what it was. Uh, you think you have problems? Well, wait till you have to pay bills. Wait till you have to deal with this and that. And I will go through a list of things that I was dealing with. So unnecessary, right? But, you know, <sighs> lack of knowledge, lack of having people around me to help me, uh, you know, really had me just saying things that were not life-giving, but just enabled more chaos and more anxiousness. And I thank God that eventually there were people around me that gave me a better way, but above all, the Holy Spirit. When I speak to other parents now, I tell them, let me tell you, I had a bumpy road, but God, but God. Uh, you know, there were so many times that I just wanted to wring Raquel's neck, like just completely wring her neck. And why? Because I was disappointed, because I was uh, upset, I was angry, I was sad, and I was not even trying to understand her despair. And so, uh, yeah, thank God. So I was about to go off into a tangent of parenting. <laughs> it's such a passion of mine for us to raise our children with love and compassion and empathy. But anyway, so I was talking about my grandson <laughs> and uh, just uh, praying for him and trying to teach him how to pray when he is feeling down, when he's just feeling completely down. So it's kind of cool as I was looking for verses for this I actually picked up my late husband's Bible, uh, which I am saving for Jay when I know that he could be responsible for it. And I see so many verses, oh, this is going to get me, that are highlighted in the book of Psalms. And most of them have to do with getting yourself out of despair. Uh, King David, oh, get it together, Liz. King David uh, went through a lot, went through a lot with his family, went through a lot in his kingdom, went through a lot because of disobedience. And he constantly and consistently found himself in God's presence, just literally begging for mercy, begging for help, begging for answers. And so when I read these Psalms or when I see these verses, it's like, you get it, God. You've been hearing this since the beginning of time. <laughs> You've been hearing us, oh, help me, God, since the beginning of time. But when I read the verses and then I read how at the end of it all, David finds the breath, finds the strength to say, God, you are my rock. You are my salvation. You are my light. You are my strong tower. That's what I lean towards. I don't want to stay in my despair, in my hopelessness. I don't want to stay in the, in the spot of, my God, I am so overwhelmed, right? And so as I invite God into my life, into my, my time, and as I go into his presence, I kind of try to uh, really listen, not only just cry and complain and fuss and cry and cry and cry some more but try to 
hear what he wants to tell me. I've had so many circumstances, uh, especially with my parenting, where I was overwhelmed or in my marriage, and I just took a moment to pause, and I really would feel God impress something upon me. And it wasn't always what I wanted to do, but I see the result of it afterwards, and I see the joy and the peace that could come from it. I see the result of obeying God in the midst of me feeling just that deep despair. Uh, you know, one of the chapters uh, that I read is in ver- chapter 16 of Psalm, and he, he says, Save me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. You know, apart from God, we can see no good, find no good. And this very morning, I was uh, showing Jay the verse that is in Philippians, I believe. You all know already, those who have followed me, I'm very bad with where it's actually found because honestly, I can Google it and figure it out. But I know it's in the Bible and it's in my spirit. And when I need it, it rises up and I can use it. I actually showed him where it was found though. But it talks about that whatever is precious, whatever is pure, whatever is good report, to meditate on these things. So when we find our mind just spiraling out of control, when we feel that nauseousness in our belly from anxiety, we have to pause and just think about the goodness of the Lord and think about good things because then our mind kind kind of gets back in order And then we can actually find a resolution if it's for us to find one in that moment for the situation. And for me, my friends, we need to learn how to do this as adults so that we can do this for our teenagers, for our children, for those we mentor. We need to understand this and get this under wraps. That when I am overwhelmed, I don't turn to anything but God or someone that I know is godly and that will pray for me about a month ago. Oh, here I go again. Woo. God is, uh, God has done so much for me, guys. So about a month ago, I was feeling just so distraught, just carrying the weight of the world and carrying burdens that honestly did not belong to me and that no matter how much I tried, I could not change it. And I remember dragging myself to church (laughs) because I just wanted to be in the presence of God and in the presence of my brothers and sisters that were reaching out to God. And I went for prayer to a friend of mine. And I just remember just collapsing in her arms. And so we all need that kind of person that we can go to and they're not going to join in whatever toxic uh, thoughts we have. They're not going to join in the hopelessness that we have. They're going to hear us out. They're going to pray with us and ask God to lead them in what words we need to hear. But that moment, I just needed to release the burden. The word of God says that uh, to take uh, that God, um, God's yoke is easier to take upon his yoke, like the burden um, that he would have us take on, not 
us and we for me especially because you know when I love people or when I'm concerned or when especially if I see there is a better way and they're just not getting it I just get so sad I don't even get angry anymore I used to get angry but now I get just so deeply sad that they're not choosing a better way that they're choosing just either to remain a victim choosing to remain with blinders on uh, their responsibility in a situation choosing to uh, choosing to be right instead of at peace and you know Sometimes we say, no, no, I'm not going to give up my rights just to have peace. And it's not about giving up your rights as a human, giving up your rights in a way that somebody else will hurt you. But sometimes it's just pausing and stop talking about the situation and just love people. Uh, Recently, I saw a story about somebody that had just loved and loved and loved and it took so much time to love on a particular person but eventually the fruit came and this person said hey I see this has happened I see what I have done and thank you for loving me because love love breaks all kinds of uh, strongholds on people's lives when we love people who feel unlovable who feel like they don't deserve to be loved it's just amazing what that can do And so just, you know, having people around us that we can be loved on because if we're always the ones loving and sowing and sowing good into people, we can get overwhelmed uh, because we just keep pouring out and we're not filling ourselves back up. You know, in chapter 16, it also says, uh, verse 11, uh, It says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. This is why I encourage you to get into God's presence because that's where you will find your joy. Your joy uh, cannot be found in human beings. They bring us happiness. uh, They uh, bring us laughter. But joy, the joy that helps your heart when it's overwhelmed, the joy that helps you not drown in a cup of water, the joy that enables you to overcome situations, that only comes from God. That only comes from God. So if today you're saying, help, I'm overwhelmed, God has heard you. And I would like to pray with you today. And I just want to pray the way I would pray when my heart is overwhelmed. And then I'll say some scriptures. Because honestly, my friends, sometimes I just sit with my Bible. And I look through scriptures and things that resonate with me. I just start praying them to the Lord. Because they're promises and so they belong to me. And so I'm just going to pray the way I would pray when my heart is overwhelmed. I'm going to uh, hopefully help you uh, to understand that God just wants us in his presence. And the more we spend time in his presence, the more we get to know how to speak to him and have our language with him. We have to stop overthinking what we're supposed to do or say in his presence, especially if we come from religious backgrounds. It can get kind of weighty where you know well if I don't do it for 30 minutes 45 minutes or this and that and it it becomes to the point it comes to the point where we just don't do it at all because we have some timeline some way it's supposed to be 
but just start somewhere, especially if you're overwhelmed, especially if you're anxious, especially if your heart is beating a mile a minute, you're nauseous every day because you're so overwhelmed, get into God's presence. Don't worry how uh, that will look like or how um, what will happen. Just get into his presence. I encourage you to put some worship music on. Find yourself alone with him and just let the words from your heart flow. Just let what you feel flow. He knows it anyway. So we don't have to pretty it up for him and put it in a beautiful package. There are people that pray so beautifully, and but honestly, uh, most people that pray so beautifully has been because they've been doing it for a while. They have the word of God in their hearts, you know? And so, yeah, but God just wants your heart. He just wants to spend time with you and let you know if you're overwhelmed, he's here for you. He's here for you. So let's just, let's just pray. Father, I, I love you so much, and I thank you that you give me this time to sit here in front of this microphone to speak to my friends, to your children, or to those that will become your children. Father, we thank you for just being always available to us. Forgive us when we don't make ourselves available to you, Lord. Forgive us when we just overthink it and wind up doing nothing and don't even talk to you, God. And so we thank you that you always are ready to speak to us, to listen, Father, Teach us how to listen more to you, uh, whether in prayer or through your word or through the wise counsel of people that truly love you and love us. Teach us to listen and to put into action what you teach us, even if sometimes it, it's not what we want to do. We know that you always have the best for us, Father. And Lord, so uh, we pray for our hearts that are overwhelmed and just feel hopeless about certain situations, whether it's a mom with her teenage children, God. Just would you let her know today that there's hope in you and that she would continue or he would continue sowing love into their children and sowing kindness and mercy the way you have sown into their hearts, Father. Give them the wisdom that they need to raise them. Give them the wisdom that they need to be able to say the right thing at the right time. Teach them to ask for forgiveness when they say the wrong thing at the wrong time. Oh, Father, thank you for your forgiveness. Help us to forgive ourselves when we don't get it right. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, when you let us know because it's for our benefit. It's for the benefit of our families, for the benefit of our homes. Father, help us when we're overwhelmed at work, when we've just taken on too much. Father, help us to have healthy boundaries even at work. Help us to learn to say no. And Father, if we find our identity at work, and that's why we say yes to everything, God, help us to stop that and find our identity in you because at the end of the day, Lord, jobs can cease, can cease to exist, but you are forever. So if we find our identity in some kind of title at work, at church, and so we say yes, yes, yes to everything, God, please forgive us and help us to have healthy boundaries, Father. Help us not worry about what others will say because we do less or we make less, God. Help us just to care about our well-being, the well-being of our soul with you, Father. God, forgive us when we overwhelm ourselves because we are saying yes constantly to things. 
we do not have to be everywhere. Father, teach us our seasons as well so that we are saying yes to the right season. If it's time for parenting and not time to be traveling constantly to other places uh, without our children or when we're doing every church thing and leaving our children behind, teach us, God, to have boundaries. Teach us, Lord, to be wise with that time, Lord, understanding that our children won't be young forever. Our teens won't be teens forever and that what we're sowing in them is necessary. And so, Lord, we overwhelm ourselves because we say yes to to, too much at work, at church. What do we have left over for our well-being and the well-being of our family? Forgive us, Father. Please order our steps. Order our steps, God. Lord, uh, forgive us when we don't ask you before saying yes. Teach us to say our best yes, Lord. Father, help us to be a light at work no matter how Uh, busy it gets or how unfair situations may be help us to be our best through your presence lord that we would abide in your presence on the way to work god and not just hand over our joy and peace so easily you paid a high price for that father I ask you also, Father, that we would watch the things we say, Lord, as you directed me the other day, uh, speaking to my daughter, my grandson, uh, the constant saying, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with this, I can't. Father, that we would say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things that God puts on, on my plate, not the extra things that I put. Father, help us to say we can do things through you. Help us to see what you want us to do at this time. Oh, Father, help us to understand that you are everything we need, Lord. You are everything we need. Lord, thank you for your loving kindness towards us. I thank you, Lord. I thank you that you, your word says in Psalm 27, verse 9, that you won't forsake me. You won't forsake us, Lord. You are our salvation. You are our salvation. Lord, I thank you that in, in Chapter 37 of Psalm, it says that I can rest in you and wait patiently, Lord. And I don't have to fret about others that may be prosper, Lord, that look like they do wicked things and prosper. I don't have to fret or worry about that, Father. I just have to walk in integrity, in righteousness, and you, Lord, will lift a banner for me. You, Lord, will be the one that defends me. I just need to rest and wait patiently in you, Lord. Lord, you are my rock. You are my salvation. Father, Psalm 61, it says, Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you. My heart, When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings, God. I will cry to you, Father, when my heart is overwhelmed. Lord, only from you comes my salvation. You are my rock. You are my defense. Verse 2 of uh, Psalm 62 says, He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. Thank you, Father, that we have promises in you. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to worry about tomorrow because you are there already. We thank you for your plans for us that are plans, uh, uh, Lord, to, to prosper and not harm. We thank you, Father, that we can find strength in you. Lord, help us to learn how to abide in your presence and in your will 
Lord, so that we could teach that to those that are watching us, Father. Oh, Heavenly Father, I ask you that you help uh, whoever right now is listening to me and is going through a time of grief, whether they lost someone or lost something, God, uh, that they had such expectations of. Father, help them in their moment of grief, Lord, in Jesus' name. Help us, Father, to depend on you, to lean into you when we have great loss, when our heart is just broken, broken from disappointment, discouragement, uh, false expectations, Father. Help us to depend on you. Oh, we thank you for Jesus. It's through Jesus that all things are possible, that we can go through your throne. Your word says boldly we can go before your throne. Just knowing who we are in him, Father, we are hidden in him. And so, Lord, our requests are known to you and you answer and we thank you. Please forgive us of any sin known or unknown that can hinder our pathways to you, God, that can hinder our response from you. Father, we need you, we need you, we need you so much. Lord, awaken us to when we need you because sometimes we're overwhelmed because we're doing everything on our own. So awaken us that we need you and we have to listen to you and take time to just breathe in your presence. Just breathe in your presence and breathe out all the toxicity that the enemy wants us to just dwell in, Father. Lord, I ask you to remove from our path those that enable our toxicity. Lord, close their mouths when they enable our toxicity. Close their mouths when they enable us acting just, well, ridiculous, Father. Ridiculous and not as your children. Help us, Father. Help us to be loving and not hateful. Help us to walk in forgiveness and not bitterness. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we ask you that your Holy Spirit would reveal to us anything in our hearts that is causing us to be overwhelmed, God. In Jesus' name. And that we would lay it at your feet, Father. Thank you for being available to us. We just love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. And as I said, I wanted to say a small prayer that children could use or listen to. And I hope that it would help them. And so, Heavenly Father, we come before you. And we ask you, Lord, that you touch the hearts of the child listening to this right now. Lord, school is hard, friendships are hard, and so they need you to just help them have wisdom and the strength that they need to manage these relationships. Help uh, the children to rest in you, uh, to declare your presence, that they would say, I carry Jesus within me. I carry the joy of the Lord within me. I carry the peace of God within me. I carry that to my classroom. I carry that to my home. I fall asleep in peace because Jesus is in my heart. Because Jesus is in my heart. And so, Lord, hear the prayers of these children. We ask you, God, in Jesus' name, look at their hearts. We ask you that you, your presence would be just manifested in their classrooms Jesus Jesus that when they walk into the classroom they bring in lightness and darkness has to leave when they walk into the classroom they bring peace Lord that their teachers would feel peace Jesus give them communication skills that they would be able to speak what they feel that they would be understood that they would receive compassion and mercy Lord help the children that they would say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, speak to me. 
Jesus, walk with me. And Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. All right, my friends, I hope that helps. I hope that you have just felt a weight lifted from your shoulders. And if you just need to listen to the prayer over and over, do it until you get a breakthrough. Pray with your children until they get a breakthrough. Teach them to get into God's presence, whether it's just sitting silently, listening to a worship song, but teach your children, teach your teenagers to get into God's presence. We have to stop with them listening to such garbage on TV and the radio more than what they listen to of God. Parents, you will appear before God one day and have to give an account to what you gave your children, not financially, not the vacations, but what, how you led them in the Lord, not the clothes they wore, the cool shoes, but how you led them in the Lord. What seeds or have you sown? Take advantage on the way to school as I do with my grandson and pray with them. Even if you don't know how, just Google prayers. I'm telling you, Google everything. <laughs> Google prayers that have the scripture, that have word of God that you could pray for yourself and over your children. Our kids need us. They need us so badly in this world that's so chaotic. Imagine you feel the weight of this world, the weight of what's happening. They feel the weight as well. Don't tell them that they shouldn't be overwhelmed by what they're going through. It's overwhelming to them, just like you don't want me to tell you as an adult, oh God, that's hard for you, it's easy for me. No, let's be compassionate. Let's have empathy for our children, for people we love, and let's get into God's presence. Are you saying, help, I'm overwhelmed? The answer is Jesus. Thank you, my friends, for listening in. Uh, that's it for today. I hope you were blessed. God bless you all. This is Liz on the Liz Teach Podcast.